Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is China and I think I think I just realized what I would like to actually call the podcast. What do you all think of sis speak up? Recently, I have been growing closer to my coworkers, which is oddly satisfying and definitely terrifying. And during our bus therapy sessions, we tend to talk about a lot of personal things that I feel a lot of other individuals would benefit from if they were in the bus when we spoke. Um, today in particular was a subject that resonated deep down in my soul. In particular, one of the women who I will call Charlotte spoke about how she was starting to get back into the dating game, right? She had her experiences, which we all do, not to invalidate hers and not to validate yours. Everyone's truth is a truth to a certain extent. Great, not canceled, cool, let's continue. And whilst explaining her experiences, she of course was um, imprinted with a sense of hesitation. She felt safe enough to express her situation and ask for advice, which yay, like who doesn't like to feel included, right? As someone who used to have codependency issues, my thing was I don't like to feel left out. I don't have to be number one. Okay, because I do have a super competitive streak. Um, because <laughs> I have a super high perfection issues, right? But it felt really nice that she felt comfortable enough to speak to me and ask for advice. Not just me; there were other individuals in the bus, but. It feels nice. So when she expressed this, um, like, "Hey, I'm thinking about going back on dates. What do you think about this guy? X Y Z Z Y X." Right? Immediately, imme- immediately, come to the gym immediately. Like, this is why I need to start watching movies because that's from Mean Girls. <laughs> anyway, so immediately I was like, "Um, yeah, girl, spill the tea, fill my cup, right?" From the people on Instagram. And she was telling us about this guy who, ooh, child, honey, child, child, honey, is very attractive. And immediately there were some red flags, which let's give a round of applause for Charlotte for noticing the red flags, right? Because if you know Charlotte's story, which hopefully one day I will have her on the podcast and you will know her name. Um... She, just like most good-willed, great-hearted, pure-hearted, pure-souled individuals, like to see the best in people, right? They like to see the potential. They love to see, you know, you know, I see who you can be, and I know you can do it, and I believe in you. Those are the people who you want to keep in, like, this, you know, figuring like almost gilded cage like because those individuals are hard to find most of the time individuals have been tainted and traumatized and scarred by life to have individuals who still see the best in people and who still wish 
the best for individuals and who still want to be friendly and smile and like be kind not just nice but actually be kind to you these are hard to find okay the amount of individuals who still hold these characteristics are getting slimmer and slimmer over time and not because you know the world is a horrible traumatic like desolate place which you know it's getting there um and not because of all the generational labels like z x q p l a m apostrophe asterisk you know not because of that but because you know as you get older you start to experience more and depending on how well you handle those experiences, they can either harden you or soften you or just be neutral and roll off your back like a duck. In which case, kudos for you because most individuals cannot live that way, right? So when she was expressing this to me, one, I felt special, and two, I felt like this was a great bonding experience. During that session, she said, I think I'm ready to go out and date. There's this individual here. He is, he does this, he is this, he has this. And I'm like, great, this is great. Oh my gosh, it's so great. And then the bomb came, like the red flags came. Okay, well, this happened. <sighs> okay, Charlotte, let's look at the book. So according to um, Waldorf Education, this person experienced this in their childhood and that's why they're being so trifling right here and if you react this way like we went on a whole expector gadget of like <laughs> like we were apprentices of psycho like psychology professors and like professional psychologists we broke down the mental psyche of a man who we hadn't even known yet because each individual on the bus had experienced similar behaviors and similar red flags immediately worked as a team to express how we felt that this individual should react now as a collective right we all came to the same consensus which was no that's okay like you're super attractive you are so sweet you're a great individual like i guarantee you in 15 minutes someone else will ask you for your phone number and lo and behold <laughs> in 15 minutes someone asked this woman for her phone number because like honestly if you met her and you knew her and you saw her you'd be like ma'am can i have your phone number right let me show you what love is right so let's talk about that, right? The first, first things first, this individual had experienced certain things in their past which caused them to sit for a minute, which I don't think most people understand, right? Um, when you experience something positive or negative, it's always good to sit in that moment and let that feeling wash over you and kind of savor it for a moment, right? Because all feelings technically are not good or bad, they just are. And how you respond to them is what makes them good or bad, right? So, um, how can I express this? How can I say this? How you respond is what makes them good or bad. So, this individual went through certain things in their life, and this could have hardened them to the point where they were just like, forget everything, you know. As one of our other associates says, 
F men get money, right? Like F people get money. F humans get money. Because the one thing you cannot control is another human being. But what you can control is how much money you make, right? And I feel like as human beings, that's the one thing we wish to have, which is more control over a lot of the circumstances within our life. So when, let's get back to the track, because I feel like sometimes I go off on a tangent. So to hear this individual, one, express themselves, and to two, say that despite their past experiences and despite how scared they were, because she did mention that she was frightened. She didn't want to have the same experience. She didn't want to live through the same thing. She didn't want to do this. She didn't want to do that. And when I hear those things, immediately, you know when you have someone telling you a story, or like a, an experience they had, and immediately that experience kind of triggers something in you, it's usually because whatever is going on is meant for you, right? Like, how can I express this? How can I express this? Okay. Like, if I really can't. It's meant for you, meaning like it, it triggers you because something about what happened to you resonates with that story. So let's say you were cheated on and you stayed. And so now that individual continuously treats you worse as time goes on because you stayed during an infidelity and now they feel like they can do whatever they wish to you because you stayed. And that means that, and you keep staying, right? So let's say someone tells that story where they allowed someone to mistreat them and they stayed because they saw the good in them or because they were a religious and it was against their religion to separate or there's like a plethora of reasons. Like, you know, trauma bonds, history, children, whatever. And you feel something. You, you're just like, wow, really? wow, wow, right? Like you're not necessarily shocked by their story. You may be impressed that they are brave enough to express that story or to share that experience. But something inside of you is triggered because you have an empathetic system, like nervous system in, in you that says, I feel you on a personal level because I have also gone through that. That's what... I'm trying to translate, right? So whenever this, whenever Charlotte speaks, there are certain things that she says that triggers that feeling, that empathetic feeling that not only can I feel that and I have, I can, it's easy for me to put myself in your shoes because I have experienced that. And the worst part about healing is sometimes you don't even know that you have experienced that until you hear someone express that they have also experienced that. And then when you realize that there are certain emotions in you that are triggering, they're just like, whoa, like your heart starts to, you know, you'll start to get heart palpitations or your palms start sweating or your eyes start twitching or you start to shift a little bit because you're, you're uncomfortable because, you know, you too are going through this behind the scenes and you're looking, you're listening intently because you're trying to figure out how this person escaped this circumstance and how you can too or how they dealt with it or how they solved the problem or whatever. 
So I've noticed that when I hear Charlotte and when I hear Rose and when I hear Destiny speak about their experiences, I find myself almost traveling in time to where similar experiences come to my memory where I have been in those places. And this is this might sound a bit um, morbid, but there's a, a saying where crabs in a bucket always want to have a brother. And while I don't want anyone to be dragged down and suffer with me, what I hope comes up then, the reason why I use that analogy is because you feel less alone when you realize others are suffering with you. And that sounds so bad. However, it sounds really good, right? To the individual that's suffering. Because in the moment, whilst you are by yourself, in this is, this is what I feel like can prevent a lot of unnecessary um, suicidal actions. A lot of the time we feel like we are alone and that there's no chance or no way we can get over this. Like no one can feel how I'm feeling. No one can feel as overwhelmed as I'm feeling. No one can feel this pain. No one can feel this. No one can understand. It is false. It is so false that it is painful how untrue, how inaccurate that is. Again, I hope if it comes off rude, I don't care. When she said that she experienced that situation, when she said, when she shared her experiences with me, when Rose shared her experience with me, when Destiny shared her experience with me, when Maria shared her experience with me, when, um, when Carletta shared her experience with me, honestly, each one of those ladies picked something in me and I felt less alone right so when I felt less alone and I saw that Charlotte was like hey I'm this stuff happened to me and I'm scared to move forward but I'm doing it anyway that is what made me feel like well if they can go through all of this and I'm going through it too and they can make it through then I can do it too right that is how I feel a lot of people are going to overcome fear, right? This is going to sound crazy, but when you find someone who is suffering like you and not on some cult-like stuff, not on some like, um, like, this is going to, don't cancel me guys, not on some MAGA stuff, right? We're all going to storm, we're all going to be, um, alternative analysts, we're all going to do extra, no, not on that type deal. On a type deal where like, um, like, 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 what is it called? Like AAA? It's not AAA. <laughs> it's Alcoholics Anonymous or Addiction. Like, you know what I'm talking about. The AA, triple, the people who go to meetings, AA meetings. That's what it's called. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like in those meetings, the reason why a lot of them work so well is because people are like, hey, I used to do this too, and it takes time, but I finally did this. Or I went through this experience as well. It sucks in the moment, but make sure you give yourself your props as you move on because a lot of the times what happens is 
we're so fixated on how far we have to go that we forget on how far we've come. Let me repeat that for the people in the back of the bus. Sometimes we are so fixated on how far we have to go that we forget about how far we've come, right? For me, I was 220 pounds, and now I'm not. When I look at myself in the mirror, I think, dang, I still have to do this. I still have to do that. I still need to do this. Why haven't I done that? When I look at my old passport photo, I think, well, shoot, look how far I've come. I no longer lose my breath when I'm walking up the stairs. That is a blessing. I can now find clothes that fit me at every single store I go to instead of having to feel like I can't find anything or having to feel slightly insecure when I shop with my skinnier friends. Now I can go shop with anyone, any of my friends, and we're good to go, right? Like it's, it's, who get a little emotional, but it's, you, you forget, especially when it comes to emotional intelligence, like how I used to get angry or how I used to hold my anger or hold my emotions until literally my palms would ache because it felt like I was literally holding the emotion in my hand and it hurt so bad. Now I take deep breaths. Now I've gotten tips from Destiny and Charlotte and Rose on how to express my emotions. Like for instance, Rose suggested that instead of holding it in, give your emotion a label. And so when I feel something, instead of just sitting there in silence and ruminating over it, just verbalize, I feel elated. I feel upset. I feel defeated, right? So that way it's easier for me to one, put a label on that emotion and then two, have a a logical and emotional kind of conversation about why I feel that emotion, how I feel that emotion, what I'd like to happen about the emotion, what I'd like to see fixed about that emotion, like, you know, all the things that make you open up and realize it's okay to feel this way. As long as you understand that most feelings and most emotions are just for just a moment. And then after that moment, it passes, but you cannot ruminate on it. You cannot hold it. You must release the emotion. Otherwise, it can literally physically hurt you. Now back to the situation, because again, I tell you I digress so often, it's insane. So she expressed that she was willing to do this, right? And she said that she was willing to do something even though she was scared. And that in itself is the main topic. A lot of the times we are afraid to do a lot of things. Personally, I'm afraid to do a lot of things, right? I'm afraid to, I was terrified of doing this podcast and then I realized ain't nobody going to be listening in the first few episodes. So I have plenty of time to grow and practice and get better at this, <laughs> right? Now, on top of that, my coworkers said, you know, 
when you do speak, because you don't speak often, you have some really interesting things to say. That encouraged me to do more, to, to say more, right? On top of that, I had individuals in my life, in my extracurricular activities, who stated, you know, when you speak, it's surprising. I almost forget who you are because you don't talk often. You don't express your emotions. You don't have conversations. You kind of just sit and observe. And I, most of the time, it's because we have two ears. We have two eyes. We have one mouth. My, I feel you learn more looking and listening than you do speaking. And you'd be surprised on how just sitting back and watching and listening, how you can determine whether or not you truly want to, for lack of a better term, fuck with an individual. you kind of just like, nah, bro, I saw what you did. I heard what you said. We are meant to solely be coworkers, and that is all. Thank you. Have a blessed evening, right? Have a blessed day. As they say in the South when they throw the shade. You have a blessed day now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Right? So, doing the thing whilst you're scared. Because, again, I'm, 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 div- I'm diverging, right? I'm diverging. I, again, the fear of this podcast and the fear of even doing the TikToks, right? Because, again, my coworker was like, hey, you expressing that financial aspect in life you expressing that motivational talk, it actually can help individuals. People need that nowadays. For me, I'm thinking, girl, everybody has a friend like this. Everyone has someone who says they believe in you. Everyone has, no, they don't. No, they don't. Which explains why so many individuals are going and flooding towards the internet because they're longing for that friend who's going to tell them, you got this. I believe in you. You deserve better than someone who doesn't text back. You deserve better than someone who can't even give you a phone call. You deserve better than someone who doesn't text you good morning, beautiful, at least three weeks straight. You deserve more than somebody who's not willing to help you out when you're stranded, when you're lost, when you're this, when you're that. Like, it's hard to find the real ones. But when you find the real ones, understand it takes a lot to keep them. And the thing about it is you cannot be afraid to lose them because once you allow that fear to penetrate you, and Rose said it good. She said that she heard it from another individual where fear are like, she actually heard it from, I'm trying to give her a fake name. Um, we'll call her Rosetta. <laughs> we'll call her Rosetta for Rosetta Stone because she speaks in so many different languages and so many different levels and aspects of life. She speaks spiritually. She speaks emotionally. She speaks English. She speaks in film. She speaks in literature. The linguistic levels of this individual on a spiritual level is beyond what I feel I've met so far in my life, right? Let's keep going. So she heard from Rosetta, Rose heard from Rosetta that, I'm trying to get the words right, that fear is nothing but like, what she says, she says something like demonic? It's like, it's basically a negative thing. It's like something, it's like the demon seeping into your mind, right? 
They just want to keep you stale and keep you in analysis paralysis and keep you scared because they don't want you to reach your full God-given potential, your full divine potential, right? And I agree wholeheartedly to this, which is why I say idle hands do the devil's work and an idle mind is a devil's playground, right? If you're not keeping your hands busy, more than likely you're going to put your hands somewhere that they shouldn't be in. If you're not keeping your mind fixated on something positive or even just continuously learning something new, right? Then that gives the devil time to go into your mind and to place negative thoughts in there and have them sit there, right? And that's when a tornado of sadness, of contempt, of depression, of anxiety, of all the things that they need you to feel so that you can pay for therapy sessions, which I am not saying therapy isn't worth it. Your girl went to therapy and might I add, it was exceptionally helpful, right? Half the time on this new journey of self, one of the things that I fear, right, because we're talking about fear, is saying no and choosing myself over others, right? And a lot of times people don't understand it. They'll see me do something random and be like, well, why did you do that? I did it because if it, it's what I wanted to do. I wanted to tell you no. I wanted to say, actually, I have plans. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. But instead, I was afraid that you wouldn't like me. So I said yes. So now when I do things and I say, okay, well, uh, no. It doesn't hurt as much. It doesn't hurt me as much because I care less about how you feel and more about how I feel and how God feels about me, right? So the fear, right? And we spoke about this. We spoke about how um, fear is essentially, you know, that evil spirit, that demon that sees you about to break to a new level, a new height, a new personal best right you're about to reach the new level that god has for you and that demon that devil does not want you to do that because the moment you do the higher you get the more you evolve the 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 more you grow the closer you get to the person that god wants you to be or whatever you believe in wants you to be then that's what scares that 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 spirit that demon the most right we also had some very interesting conversations about um heaven and hell and purgatory which we'll discuss another later time in different podcasts because that one was also fascinating like when i tell you these individuals deserve their own podcast i listen i truly hope that i get to have them on this podcast with you all because the conversations we have are not at all <laughs> related to our job at all. However, it is refreshing to see that you can have intellectual and like awakening conversations with individuals whilst on the clock. It's almost like a work-life balance it makes work worth it right it makes it worth it but you're worth it so about the fear again i tell you guys like i digress i digress so often 
So the fear, right? So she decided to go and do a thing, right? Now, when she realized that she had kissed a frog, you know what she said? Because this is something that I think we all need to hear. When you go through life and you have an experience and then you finally build up the courage and the strength and the bravery to say, you know what, I'm ready to hop back in it, right? I'm ready to go back surfing even though that shark bit my toe. I'm ready to um, go back to being um, a police officer even though we got into a shootout. I'm ready to go back and teach even though we had an unfortunate incident at the school. I'm ready to go back to figure skating even though I broke my ankle. You know, when you overcome that fear and you fall back on, like say you're ice skating, you break your ankle, you get on there and you fall back on there and you almost twist your ankle again. Instead of saying, okay, no, I can't do this. I'm not going to risk breaking my ankle again. You get back up and you say, you know what? Let's keep going. Because I didn't, I didn't twist it. I just slipped and fell. Let's keep going. Right? So when that individual said, you know, yeah, I'm not feeling this guy. Um, these red flags already popped up. I already know what this means. I'm not going to tolerate it. That individual said, okay, I'm going to just move on to the next person because I already know this is a red flag. I'm not going to stick to this person, right? That right there is this, it equates to, you know, we fall down, but we get up. For a saint is just a sinner who fell down and got up, right? You have to get up. You have to keep going. The only reason why we fail, the only way fear wins, the only reason we lose is if we stop getting up. Charlotte could have said, no, this is it. I'm done. You know, I put my heart out there and oh boy, couldn't even text me back. Forget this. It's done. It's over. I quit. Instead, Charlotte came out with the big guns. She put her lunch bag down. She said, um, my name is Charlotte. Nice to meet you. Um, first of all, right, we're not playing those games today. We're not doing it today. No, we're not. No, we're not. Second of all, I'm not going to stop. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. Did you get that? Because my name is Charlotte. In case we didn't, in case we didn't properly introduce my ourselves to each other. And your name is, right? Like, seriously. Like, have you seen her? Let me stop because I will speak in memes and TikToks all day. So to hear her say that and to hear her say, you know, I'm not gonna give up, right? And then Rose was like, Yeah, you're gonna have to kiss a, a few frogs to find the prince. But you're gonna find it. You're gonna find it. As long as you keep going, you know, and, and maybe maybe see the green skin before you kiss it, right? You know what I'm saying? But no, I'm kidding. It's a it's a joke. But like she stated you're gonna kiss a few frogs before you find your prince, which is true. It is true, right? And with each frog you kiss, you're going to learn a new lesson that'll prepare you for the prince when you find it. That is the blessing. That 
is the blessing. I'm telling you right here, right now, that is the blessing. It really is. It really is. So, how can I say this? When when you see yourself being afraid because you've experienced hurt, like for instance, um, the trust issues that one person may have. Trust issues come from your trust being broken. But you have to understand that not everyone is out, out here is trying to break your trust. Some people are just hurt. And so they hurt other individuals. Some people are hurt and don't know that they're hurting. And some people aren't even trying to intentionally hurt you. This is just who they are and how they act. And you have to teach them how to treat you. And if they care... They will adapt and they will adjust to you. But what you have to do is not be afraid to open up and say, okay, I know I've been hurt before. I know I've been liked before. I know I've had issues at work. People have thrown me under the bus before. I know I've had people who've literally like tried to get me fired because they just did not like me or have spread rumors about me because they just can't handle whatever the issue is they have about themselves or that have just been doing the absolute most for no reason other than that this is just them, right? Because something about the spirit in you upsets the demon in them. You still have to press on. You still have to be the saint that was a sinner that fell down but decided that I'm going to get up and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going because fear will not win. As long as I am able and blessed to see another day, as long as I'm able to get up and keep going, as long as I still have breath in me, I'm going to keep fighting. This fear will not get to me. Okay, and this is something that Charlotte once said. This is when the faith over fear takes over. This is when it takes over. So let's wind down a little bit. Because sometimes I be getting passionate. Sometimes I be getting heated. Because you know, like, there's just so many people out there that are so afraid. And you ain't got to be. Because you're not alone. You are not alone. I know it's just a podcast, but I believe in your ass. What y'all think? Can I make it? Can I make it in Hollywood? Let me stop. Don't let fear win. Don't. There's so many things people say about fear, like faith over fear, false evidence appearing real, and these are just demons that are trying to stop you. And so there's a all of it's true in reality. All of it has a certain amount of truth. But let's put this here. Courage and bravery, right? They only happen when you are afraid and you still do the thing. Let that sink in. Bravery and courage... The only reason why those words exist is because people who were terrified and who were afraid still do the thing. 
they still do it even though they're scared. Lean into that fear. Because nine times out of 10, the thing that you were afraid of probably isn't even gonna happen anyway. It was just that anxiety and that worry inside of you causing all of that negative emotion and negative thought to stop you from doing what you should have been doing anyway. To stop you from being as great as we all know you can be. To stop you from kissing as many frogs as you need to kiss because your prince is just down the street. He's waiting for you. He's no, He knows you're going to be there. He's kissing frogs too. He's just like, ugh. I hope this one didn't give me a wart. You know what I'm saying? So don't let the fear stop you. Lean into it. Lean into it. Because even if you're, if you're going to be scared, because we're all scared. We're all scared. We're all just figuring life out as we're going. None of us really actually know what we're doing. We're just doing it. And I guarantee you, 99.9999% of us are scared while we're doing it. But we have no choice. We're doing it anyway. So just do the thing. Do it. It's okay. Even if you're scared, do it while you're scared. Because then after you've got done doing the thing, you're going to be like, why was I even scared? It wasn't even that bad. All right. So that's all I have today. I truly hope I'm able to get Charlotte, Rose, Rosetta, Destiny, Carletta, and Maria on here. And hopefully I'll have legal permission to share their real names as well as their stories. Because <laughs> we're all about loopholes here. And um, hopefully we'll also talk about some financial information as well. Because that is where my true passion lies. I want everybody to be able to stay at home and do absolutely nothing. <sighs> mm. Alright, that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening. And if no one else has told you this, I believe in you. Have a great day. <laughs>